and welcome back to Yay Basketball, the basketball game show. Monday, June 19th, 2023, recording live from the Yay Studio. I'm your host for today, Justin Moore. I know we're used to Michael, but don't worry. I do have still with me one Bob Aldrin. Just as good, if not better. Just I agree. Good, Thank you, better. Justin. Thank Hello. you so much. And as always, <laughs> Trey Dishner. How are we doing? Doing good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. And a special guest. I have one mythical, magical, Michael Padilla. Hello. Uh, hello. Never thought I'd be a guest on my own show. I <laughs> know. Isn't it fun? <laughs> we play awesome. musical nice chairs. Nice to have you, Michael. We play music. I, I, I built hey, anticipation. Michael, you know th- what I mean? Thanks for taking time out of your day to do this with us. Seriously, we really appreciate it. Usually my Mondays are wide open. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I hear that. Uh, but, you know, that's how we're going to do it today. Thank you so much for joining us, all of you at home, and obviously Michael Padilla. Uh... As always, be sure to like, subscribe, rate five stars, and share with friends at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Add me on the group. Got it. Yes. It's okay. It's all right. Last week's episode was a bunch of fun. We played over under, head-to-head 20 questions, and my favorite game, Pick or Roll, where Bob told us not only the anatomy of pelicans, but how Slam Ball is going to make a comeback. Currently <laughs> is making a comeback. Currently, right now. <laughs> well, we also saw the introduction of a brand new game, the Elimination Game. It was a great time, so be sure to check that out if you haven't already also we do have brand new yay basketball merch we've got mugs we've got t-shirts we've got hats we've got stickers we got a little bit of everything so go over to yaybasketball.com for your yay basketball <laughs> merch oh that's very cute that's adorable uh now real quick this is the basketball game show so before we dive into our first game of the day michael can we get an update on the scoreboard and a repick of our picks from last week, please? You sure can. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you can indeed. Uh, so last week was uh, we uh, end of the finals, so we so we were betting on some some miscellaneous sports. Bob took golf, I took F one. You took a. Uh, uh, a soccer game, and yep. then uh, 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 Trey took the Royals over the Reds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Bob had the biggest odds to win, so he bet the least amount of points at only 500, uh, and he stands in the lead at 2,600 points. The three of us uh, were also wrong, yeah, but we bet all of our points, mm. so we are now dead last, uh, tied for last, or also tied for second. You know, kind of a glass half full, half empty kind of situation. I'm in, I'm in board. Uh, yeah, I had Ferrari uh, getting more po- or sorry, Aston Martin with more points than Ferrari uh, in the Canadian Grand Prix. That was 20 points to uh, 22 points for Ferrari and 20 points for Aston Martin. Damn Close. Lance Stroll. Mm. Uh, Bobby had Max Homa to win. He didn't even make the cut. <laughs> oh, wait, real quick, Michael. Thank you for nailing that by the way i almost texted justin before this being like hey if when you talk about this use like a golf term like hey he missed the cut you know uh, what i mean yeah you just nailed that didn't Michael, make the cut thank you so much yeah no it he, took me he, about he, four he, seconds of research so missed, i got yeah you, he missed the cut dog well done. justin you had lafc versus houston houston won one zero yeah. you had 35 25 on it eh. Uh, and then, Trey, you took the Royals over the Reds, and I was like, which game? And it didn't matter because they lost three in a row to them. Uh, so baseball sucks, but the Royals really suck. Yeah, like I will say the Royals. losing streak. Yeah, the Royals just, you know, had the A's here in town recently, these last three days. Um, also lost all three of those games. So, uh, yeah, that's just the state of Royals baseball. So that's where we stand now. 2,600 for Bob, zero, zero, zero for the rest of us. Awesome. Well, oh, if you want to keep track fun. of all of our game picks, chat with us and ask questions or give us game ideas. Hit the link in the description of this episode to join our chalkboard group chat. It is a fun and free, free. way to support the show, but it is also now on Android. Now on Android! Now on Android for all you folks out there. But we are getting... Farther and along in the episode. So let's run it back with some speed takes. All right. With news breaking yesterday that Bradley Beal will be traded to the Suns for Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, two second round picks, and a couple of pick swaps. Hey, what does this trade do for the Suns' chances out west? Trey. Uh, it's still kind of fresh right now. I. It's definitely going to help the Suns. I mean, you got Bradley Beal, you got Devin Booker, you got Kevin Durant. DeAndre Ayton, we don't really know what's going to happen with Ayton, but 
they're definitely contenders. Okay, all right. Hey, Michael, what do you think this does for the uh, so Suns? so? I you know I was talking to Kyle about this over the weekend or the, over the weekend, and I just don't, I don't. I don't think that either team won this trade. Uh, obviously, the Wizards were in a bad position when they gave Bradley Beal the $250-plus million and a no-trade clause. They probably could have—the writing was on the wall that they were going to get, you know, uh, taken taken hostage pretty much from the beginning. Um, neither team win the trade because you're going to get trade uh, Chris Paul, um, Landry Shamit in four <laughs> seconds. I, I, I don't think that that's worth Bradley Beal. Now, I'm not necessarily super high on Bradley Beal, but— I don't think that this uh, this makes the the Suns the favorites in the West. Obviously not. We just saw what the Nuggets did, and also we saw what the Heat did. The two teams that were in the championship round were teams, not just a collection of stars. The last time we saw a team contend and win titles with with a collection of stars also had a great roster around them in the Warriors. And I got news for you. This team is not the Warriors. They have Chris Paul. Sorry, they have uh, Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and uh, DeAndre Ayton still under contract. That's the four guys that they have under contract at $165 million. <laughs> they're hitting that first apron. They're already paying out the ass in the in the luxury tax. Yep. The second apron is $169 million. $179 million. So even if they move off of Chris Paul, or sorry, damn it, DeAndre Ayton, they're going to have to fill 11 guys, 11 men roster yeah. with roughly $20 million. Yep. There's not enough good players on, on the market to make this happen. Another thing about this CBA, I don't know if the Suns just didn't understand it. They can no longer aggregate contracts. Mm-hmm. So they cannot, con- they, cannot, they cannot trade away a $20 million a year guy in DeAndre Ayton for two $10 million a guy. It's got to be a one-to-one match. So they're screwed. Yep. I don't know what, I mean, I kind of get the idea. Matt Ishbia going off and and going for guys that are gonna, you know, be big names. And no matter what, you're gonna sell tickets because you've got Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, and you've you've been consistent playoff teams for the last five years. But this team is not gonna do anything to Denver if unless they decide that uh, we're just gonna fully steer into perimeter play. And maybe they get it right, but they're gonna have nothing for Jokic if they trade Aiton. They're gonna still have nothing for Jokic even if they keep him. And then you're gonna have to have a backup. Because the West, the, the path to the finals in the Western Conference has now been made clear by Nikola Jokic in the 2023 playoffs. Mm-hmm. You need bodies. Not just one yeah. guy, two guys. That, maybe even three guys. Multiple switchable big, big men that yes. are, gonna, are just going to put, if nothing else, just put size on him and be there. Because he, he, if, if, you're, if you're small like the Suns were, you're going to lose, lose in six games. So I thought before this trade that the Suns would probably be the Nuggets' biggest threat going into next year. I don't know that they are anymore Mm -hmm. because they're going to have to fill their roster with guys that are going to be so cheap that they can't. I don't. I don't know that how they're how they're successful. Yeah, I mean your favorite guy, Bill Simmons, uh, coined the phrase. I know it's a joke. uh, New owner syndrome. Where you just spin, 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 thinking you're going to win right now, and it doesn't usually work. Bob, what are your thoughts? Spin, spin, spin. Win right now. 2012, 2013 Brooklyn Nets, anybody? Oh, New uh, ownership? I don't know that yeah. it's that bad, though. You're right, because the CBA hasn't existed until now. Because now we have a second tier, that second apron that the Suns, yeah, they're in. They can't do a DeAndre Ayton one for two probably great role players. They have to go one for one. But picture from the Suns' side here. You just gave away Landry Shamit four second-round picks? Two pick swaps, I will say. Whatever. Yeah. But essentially, nothing for Bradley Beal? If I'm the Suns, I'm pretty happy about this. Bag of beans. However, if I'm the Suns, I know that it's now or never. Because this second tier, that second apron, exactly with the CBA, you've got to go all now. And yeah, keep DeAndre Aiden, pay him, whatever. Bring someone else in. Yeah. Go full bore on this thing. Like, really open it up and go. Because that's the only thing... The alternative is you're the 2012-2013 Nets, and you end up with shitty contracts from Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett that you just can't get out of. Now, with Bradley Beal's no-trade clause going to the Suns, him kind of in the uh, with the steering wheel here, we all saw what happened last year. We know the Suns don't need Chris Paul, and the Suns certainly need depth. Yeah. They and- killed one of those things. They got it right, but then the other one, they can't go all in on depth. 
for now, and that's difficult. So, yeah, you can have a big three. You can have your big shiny names. And they don't have a draft pick either, do they? They're they sorry. will have a second mm-hmm. round draft yeah, they, pick. They'll have the 52nd, I think, overall yeah, draft pick. It. But that guy has to be a starter now. Has to be. How crazy is that? That's really the position they put, position they put themselves in, and that's nice. what they're going to own because they have to be good now. So I, I, dis- I disagree a little bit with the, the Nets comp just because you've got Kevin Durant still at the tail end of his prime, Devin Booker entering his prime of the, if, if the, the playoffs. Was any indication of what level he's going to be, and Bradley Beal still in his prime, so it's it's close. And in the contracts, I agree with you, but players they, are different. Contracts are the same. The Nets were the Nets were getting. It reminds me of the Nets getting, situation just this past couple. Of the seasons. Nets were getting crippled old. Kevin Paul Garnett, Pierce, Paul Kevin Garnett, yes. Paul Pierce, and Jason Terry for yeah. a boatload of picks because they thought that yeah, so this is yeah. a little different. A little different. Uh, yeah, I definitely think we're all in the same kind of boat here. I don't mm-hmm. know that it helps them win right now. I think they traded their problems for some new problems. Uh, but speaking of the problems they traded away on the other side of the trade, the Wizards now have a Chris Paul problem, a team <laughs> that needs some veteran presence and a point guard for at least the 25 first games of the season is the Grizzlies. Should the Grizzlies make a deal for CP3, Michael? No. No. Just no. 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 You have the best backup point guard in the NBA. Tyus Jones could be a starter on 25 teams in the NBA. He's... No. Don't trade for Chris Paul. Okay. You don't don't make that trade, Trey? No, you don't... you definitely waive Chris Paul. Because what do you have to give but, up? But you, you don't. That's not the player you need to be looking to trade. No. But you, well, the Wizards can't waive him now. His contract's fully guaranteed, so it's not the fifteen million dollars they would have to pay the entirety of the year's worth of okay. money. So the the Wizards will move him. The trade has been kind of prolonged, so they can find a third partner for Chris Paul, which we all have learned now twice, three, four different times that no trade, uh, no contract is untradeable. But so they're going to move him somewhere. Do you think the Grizzlies should go get a veteran presence, Bob? They should, but it's not Chris Paul. It's not Chris Paul. I don't think that. I think Chris Paul isn't going to play a single game in a... uh, (laughs) Period? No, no. In a Wizards jersey? Yeah, he won't play a single game in a Wizards jersey. Um, He's going to be moved quickly if it's... Oh, there's talks of the Clippers, but if I have to hear about the Clippers bring on one more injured fucking star one more time (laughs) for another playoff, I will kill... I can't. I can't. So instead, send him to the Hornets. Give them some veteran presence. Okay, I don't. I don't know what the Hornets would trade for him, but I do. I mean, I, uh, I hear that he's, he's got to go somewhere. Anything, and I don't think that Steve Ballmer is willing to keep paying money for players that aren't playing on the court anymore. Bingo. I think he's kind of out of that. I think we're going to see Matt Ishbia kind of have that kind of problem with uh, with Beal and Durant, yeah, uh, Booker a little bit, but not so much. And we're going to see kind of how it plays out. Um, I've got an idea. Okay, I like ideas. Let's hear it. The Grizzlies need a little bit of uh, veteran leadership, like we were mentioning, right? They need needed kind of a guy who's been around mm-hmm. kind of presence. Jaw specifically could use a little bit of mentorship, clearly. Uh, unrestricted free agent this offseason, Derrick Rose. I did see that. He, yeah. He, you know, he barely got any minutes for the for the Knicks uh, in, the, in, in this season, but he can still play, and like he'd be cheap. I think he'd be a good mentor, Taylor but he'd be, a good, he'd, be a good, he'd be a good player, veteran player around. Absolutely, and yeah. Taylor Jenkins always wants to add those guys that might have that little bit of edge. He, Taylor Jenkins and Nick Nurse aren't, and Tom Thibodeau really aren't two, three different coaches. They're all kind of X's and O's, defensive first minded yeah. like coaches. I could see it working out. I think that's a good fit. Yeah, yeah. I would like the Euros there. Only time will tell. The offseason's already starting off kind of spicy. I'm really excited for it. But in other news, four-time NBA champion Draymond Green is apparently opting out of the last year of his deal. Now, with apparently not-so-cryptic tweets to LeBron James about Taco Tuesday, (laughs) where do we think Draymond Green signs his new deal, Bob? I want him. (laughs) I don't know where I want him. But I know where I don't want him. I really don't know if we want. I don't know. I don't know. This is so tough because realistically, the Warriors put themselves in a position to sign unrestricted free agents while unloading a massive, like massive Mm -hmm. 20, it's 27 million or something like that contract moves can be made for the Warriors. Draymond fits in. Uh, see how tough this is? Like, can I say Draymond fits in a third of the NBA systems efficiently? He would fit in the other. He would fit in one third not well at all. And then the other third, he'd be worthless. So realistically, if Draymond goes to a place, not only does it have to be perfect for the Warriors because they need to end up with something in return off of a general, 
Well, he's a, uh, say he's, he's a UFA. He's a UFA. He can go wherever he wants. Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I, so if I had to ask I, you for I, one I, team if, name. If I want Draymond to go anywhere, uh-huh. keep Damon Portland, send Draymond to Portland. Okay. Oh. Michael? That's a, that's a team that I don't hate. Uh, I don't hate that combo. But if I had to make a prediction, I, I mean... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Lakers. The I Lakers. think. I think he takes a a, a a serious pay cut and goes to LA. So Austin Reeves. I makes don't want that money. to happen, but yeah. Then Draymond Green. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Which and he should. It's well deserved. Austin Reeves is definitely more worth more than to and to to 29 other teams in the NBA. Austin Reeves is worth more money than Draymond Green is right oh, now. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. Trey, where do you think he goes? I'm gonna take a curveball here, or mm-hmm. I'm gonna kind of go off the path here. Like uh, the Royals. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> hey. Yeah. He's already gotten his rings. Draymond Green, probably a Hall of Famer, I'd say. Um, I think he's going to go back home. I think he's in, he's in Saginaw, Mich- Michigan. He's from Saginaw, Michigan. I think he's going to go to Detroit. I think he fits in the culture. I think he gets I his money. I and I think he goes that. there and plays with Monty Williams. Kind of is that veteran presence there. Yes. I like it. Go to Detroit. Oh my God. I feel yeah. like the emperor. Like that is like yeah. yes, I want that to happen. Do we think that him and Wiseman would get along again? Did they ever I, seem to have any issues? I think, that, I think he just needs I to think punch him in the face. Even, it's okay. I think yeah. that doesn't even matter because yeah. I mean, if Draymond goes there, he's the guy. Like over Wiseman, it's his hometown. It's he's the man. Sorry, what Draymond is the? What are you saying? Like he's the guy over Wiseman. Like a hundred percent. Like, but Cade is probably is their guy. Like, not saying like he's the main guy. I'm saying if we're talking mm-hmm. Wiseman and Draymond, Draymond comes up, comes to the team. Wiseman isn't going to be the guy over Draymond, brother. Either. They can exist on the same team. Yeah, they can exist With on Jaylen the same Durham, team. But and then Cade Cunningham. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. that's. I don't know how you don't think they fun, could. That's a great team. Wiseman couldn't fit. It wasn't Draymond the reason why Wiseman couldn't fit with the Warriors. I don't agree. So agreed. For sure. I think it's just the way uh, Wiseman kind of plays. It's more of a traditional big, and I don't think that works in that Golden State system, which is fine. It's no big deal. I think if I had to put my – if I'm putting my money on the team, I think it's the Lakers. But I think where he should probably go would be somewhere like a Dallas. Yeah. To be a defensive presence. I like that. help out Luka. I like that. Very good place. I like A lot of ball movement. I think he'd be fine. I think it would be a good time. Uh, Now, do I think the Mavericks are going to win much games with just signing him and and re-signing Kyrie? No. But uh, (laughs) – Is it 40 games? It's probably more games than they won last season. You know what I mean? What, they, was it 43? I had to look 46? at it again. I think something like that. Uh, I think they're in the playoffs. But that way, at least in the play-in. And they only and got one hey, draft pick. This yeah, year. yeah, they're all out of so it, too. So, so you're yeah. saying Draymond is the difference between missing the playoffs and the play-in to just being a play-in team for Dallas? Just just, just him via how close they were already? Yes. Now, do I think he takes he doesn't take the Pistons and puts them in the playoffs? But I think if you go to the Mavericks, you have that you know that high caliber player in Luka. You have potentially Kyrie coming back. I don't know. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about DeAndre Ayton getting traded there with a the sign-in trade for Kyrie to the Suns. That's a lot of guards. Um, Apples to so, oranges. Totally. If it's Draymond to Detroit and they go from 20 wins to 30 wins, huge success. But if they go, if Draymond yeah. were theoretically go to. Uh, Probably comes down to what Draymond wants yeah. to do: veteran presence versus sure, go try sure. and win some more games. And I think winning with Dallas maybe appeals to him more with his winning in his career most yeah. of the time versus doing the whole young talent thing back at home. Or kick, kickstart it, get Detroit going. Yeah, I mean, I don't know Draymond. I well. love that. I've never met way. him, and he so, probably punched me in the face. Thank if you, I did. Trey. Uh, yeah, no problem. Well, that was speed. Wait, 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 wait. We got nothing on Jaw. Oh no! Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm it down here, sir. I don't know. We're, why we're, is that? we're going off. We're it's going a party off. over here. We're going Kicking off. It. Just press the flashing buttons there, Chief. There it is. Kind of. Oh, now we get a new one. This yeah, we do. awesome. We're just no, doing we every do. sound in the book. You get to listen to them all today, folks. I don't, I don't know where this is playing from. Look at the board. Know. It's flashing. No, it's not. No, yeah. it's not. I bet you everything that we okay, both we found it. Oh, all right, folks. <laughs> it's okay. It's so we've got here. nothing lot, on the jogging. A lot more respect for it. I mean, he got 25 games. Uh, that might kind yeah, of, I think, my take that they're going to need a, a, a person for 25 games for Ja. Um, I think we've okay. we kind of exhausted the Ja thing as well as everybody else has. I just think, I don't know what they're doing with 25 games. A slap on the wrist like that doesn't move the needle. I don't think for Ja, it doesn't I, move the needle for the league. Does like what are we like if it's just gonna be twenty five games, we're gonna be back here in in forty five games worth of time and he's gonna do something more crazy. Did you have uh, another thing for John Michael? Was the jaw suspension not enough, just right or too much? Just right. Trey. I guess twenty I, I guess that it was probably gonna be twenty games. 
So just I, enough. I thought that was gonna. I I just, don't think it's enough. No, not enough. Not enough. Not enough. No. Not enough. I agree. Not enough. No. Uh, I was at a music festival in Tennessee, uh, where them where them Grizzlies be, and uh, I spoke to uh, I think let's call it a dozen Grizzlies fans. I got three not enoughs, uh, two just rights, and five too muches. Uh, nice. Grizzlies fans. So if you if you remove that little layer of bias, the the group was kind of split on that. Um, cause that broke while I was gone. That news, the 25 mm-hmm. game news, uh, suspension broke while I was gone. Um, and I, 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 I think it, I don't think it was enough either. Um, but the, the feedback that I was getting on the Josh suspension was very interesting. A lot of people saying we didn't break the law. A lot of people saying like, you know, oh, you should miss the season. You know, I meant, I said miss the season before the thing happened, mm-hmm. but so, yeah. 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 I mean, it's a fine you know, line. Obviously we know what it's going to be now is like, what, what do moves do the Grizzlies make? to hopefully ensure that it doesn't happen again and they can keep their star point guard on the court. That would be the biggest kind of situation. But let's move on to our first real game for some points. Let's do it. Five-second violation. Five, four, three. All right. We've played five-second violation before, but just in case you haven't heard us play this game before, uh, I will give a prompt, and the, the three of them will have to provide me with three answers in five seconds. For example, name three car brands. Mercedes, BMW, Toyota. He killed it. Five seconds. If you get three in five seconds, you will indeed receive 50 big ones. If you do not give me three answers in five seconds, your opponent will get the chance to steal, but if nobody can get them, I will receive the 50 points. Yay. That's my only chance to get points today, and that's okay. Uh, this is going to be very rapid fire. If neither, oh no, Mm-mm-mm. there's going to be nine prompts today. So there's uh, 450 points. There's math for you. Uh, hey, can I get a number between one and 15, Trey? 10. Michael? Seven. Six. Mm, it was 10. Let's oh. go. Let's go. Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Okay, he's going to go first. He's going to go first. So here we have Trey. Ooh, I will find it. It will be found. It will happen. Trey, can you name me three? The extendo version of the intro today. Yeah. Projected lottery picks. <laughs> Go. Brandon Miller, Victor, Scoot Henderson. Oh, there it is. There we go. I got it. I don't I don't know. I don't Music's know. Music's still going. Uh, yep. Music's still going. Music's there. still going. Thank you. You're doing great, dude. Thank you. Thank Good you. Good job, Justin. I'll be honest with you. Sweating buckets. Uh, okay, it's gone. It's gone. Michael's over it. It's oh, time for right. sweat buckets. It's time for sweat <laughs> buckets. <laughs> hey, Michael. Yo. Can you name me three players to win a scoring title? James Harden, Michael Jordan, and Kim Durant. Hmm. Yes. Good job. Good job. Thank I'm you. Proud of you. Are you keeping track of those points over there? I will. Sorry. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, You're the scoreboard guy. Uh, yeah, I got you. Trey got the fifty. You got fifty. Bird. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Bob. Can you name three Eastern Conference champions from the eighties? Oh my God! It's literally the Celtics and then the Hawks, then the Knicks. Just stop. No. Trey. Cavaliers, Knicks. Mm-mm. I don't Michael. know. I can't. I, name I think I'm out of teams. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, was, I don't have I enough. Name. The, I mean, the, the Pistons. The but... 76ers did it. The Celtics did it. Yeah. He's... The Pistons. The Pistons. Yeah. 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 I, I, the only table. The only team that I could bring to the table was the Pistons. I was gonna say because we could. Everybody, have everybody else yeah. said yeah. Oh, I got you. I see you now. Okay. Well, there it is. I'll there see you, man. Hey, Trey. Yes. Can you name three players that have led the league in blocks in a season? Hakeem Olajuwon, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, 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 Bowl, Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob, hit me with it. Embiid, Giannis Jokic, I don't know. No. Definitely not Jokic. Jaron Jackson no. Jr. did it. Miles Turner has done it. Hassan Whiteside, oh. Anthony Davis. Nice. Um, you know who's done it a lot, a hell of a lot, didn't think this? Miles Turner. Uh, Mark Drummond. Eaton. Nice. Yeah. Heck of a lot of times. Heck of a lot of times. Forget about that guy. I mean, how? How can you? How? how can you? Hey, where am I at? Michael. Michael. Michael, can you name me three of Mike Conley's former teammates? Tony, Brad. No, can't. Mm-mm. Stumbled over Bob. My words. Zach Randolph. 
Steven Adams, maybe. Mm-mm. Donovan Trey. Mitchell, Lori Markinen, and oh my God, Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, oh, yes. Let's go. Nice. Nice. All righty. You went Bob. to the Jazz. I went to the Grizzlies. Oh. It happens. It's okay. Hey, Bob. Can you. Am I at Bob? Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, are we Trey. going clockwise or. Yeah, it's me. Yeah. Okay, no, Bob. I think it's, yeah. Yeah, it's okay, Bob. so we're going reverse today. Yeah. Should be Trey then. Trey! No, let's do it. Let's do it. I did not just no, start. No, it was you. I just started. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. So then it's so, me. Yep. Yep. We've done it like yep. This. Yep. It's oh, Bob. We're going yep. counterclockwise today. We did go counterclockwise today. First Don't time worry ever. About it. There's a lot of firsts on the show today. A lot folks. of firsts on the show. Why? Hey, hey, Holy hey, hey, shit. hey. We're Keep having a great up, time. Guest. God. Yeah. Keeping you on your toes. Guest. Keep up, dude. Hey, Bob, can you name me three players to win back to back finals MVPs? Back to back finals MVPs. Give me uh, Larry Bird. Uh, nope. Hey, Trey. Kobe, Michael Jordan, Bill Russell. No. Michael. Uh, LeBron, Shaq, Hakeem. Yeah. Good job, Michael. Good job, Michael. I'm proud of you. Proud yeah, it's of you. it's hey, Shaq Trey. that won those finals MVPs. Hey, Justin. Wait, Kobe did win back to back finals MVPs. Yeah, in nine and ten. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Kobe, Michael, and then I said, uh, it was Kobe, Michael, and uh damn. I can't I don't remember the third one. It yeah. wasn't I, thought, I thought sorry, I thought I thought I, got, I, I, thought Kobe, I, got, I thought I got mine. All right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't me. hear a third one, to be honest. I was Kobe, Michael, and Bill Russell. Bill Russell, the finals MVP didn't exist. Yeah. There it is. Um Sorry, I apologize about that. No worries. Uh, just, you know, a generational thing. Uh, hey, Trey. Hey, Justin. Can you name three players that play, n- three teams, sorry, that play north of Detroit? Toronto Raptors, New York Knicks, Milwaukee Bucks. Yes. Yep. Nice. Yep. Nice. Hey, Michael. Yo. Can you name three current head coaches? Uh, uh, Vogel, Nurse. Bob. Will Hardy... Will Hardy, Will Hardy, oh, baby. Oh, Trey. Eric Spolstra, Nick Nurse, and Tyron Lue. It's already got sad. Nick oh, Nurse no, already no. already got sad. All right, Bob. You didn't even say Will Hardy, bro. Come on. Didn't even say Will Hardy. He said it three times. Damn. I said it three uh, times. Bob, can you name me three players that have been traded on draft night? Kobe Bryant, Lamar Odom. Hey, Trey. Luka Doncic, Trey Young. Ah. <sighs> Mm, Michael. Smee! <laughs> Would have accepted Kawhi Leonard. Uh, and Smee. Danny Granger. Uh, DG. George Hill. But yeah. that does it for five second violation. And that does bring us to a very special Bob's Buckets. It's time for Bob's Buckets. Hi! Hi! <laughs> Hello. Hey, gang. Uh, welcome back to another special and always exciting edition of Bob's Buckets. Now I'm going to talk to you guys about um, some draft stuff. Obviously, we've been talking about it. I'm going to give you some, uh, hit you with a little bit of teams that have had the back-to-back first overall pick and what Ooh. they did with them. Oh, yeah. I like that. Nice. We're going to start 1959 Okay. with the Cincinnati Royals, my guy. We're talking <laughs> about also, so this actually started off as uh, the best draft names of all time so this is where we start with bob boozer okay so bob boozer k-state alum was taken in 1959 as the overall number one pick in 1960 do you know who the cincinnati royals took next year number one overall pick who oscar Oscar robertson Robertson. let's go baby yeah the big o exactly so Oscar Robertson. Uh, so fast forward a little bit to the 63 and then the 64 Knicks. They picked Art Hyman and Jim Barnes. Who are they? I know, right? Anyway, so now we go to 1973. Bob Boozer went to K-State. Jim yeah, Barnes, exactly. Texas Longhorns coach, ain't he? No, it's Rick Barnes. Never. Nope, different. Uh, but speaking of coaches, player coaches, number one overall pick in 1973, Doug Collins. Okay. Uh, what 19- happened to that boy? He's a hooper. 1978, uh, Michael Thompson was drafted number one overall. Oh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, then we go to the, anyway, 83-84, Rockets drafted Ralph Sampson and Hakeem mm. Olajuwon. That's, they did okay there. They were f- incredible. <laughs> they did all right. So before this, yeah, we had two really not great examples, but now that one and the next one, the 92-93 Magic. Ooh. Give me those two names. Shaq, Shaq and Penny? Chris Weber. Weber. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Go. Oh, they traded for Penny. Yeah, they traded yep. Weber for Penny. Traded Weber for Penny, but man, could you imagine that Magic back or front court with Weber and Shaq? Redonkulous. Let's get a little more recent. 13, I like it. 13, 14 caps. Yep. Ooh. Give me the two. Kyrie Anthony Bennett. Nope. Nope. Kyrie Andrew Wiggins. Nope. Nope. 
Wiggins. Anthony Bennett, Andrew Wiggins. Ah. Uh, yeah, because it was the Kyrie year, and then um, I can't remember who was in between there. Ah, uh, so they had three of four. Three of four. Crazy. Crazy. The Cincinnati Royals one I mentioned with Bob Boozer and Oscar Robertson, they had five of six. <laughs> How crazy is didn't that? Didn't the Sixers have nothing? No, they didn't have back-to-back. So. Well, glad you asked that. The 16-17-76ers. <laughs> oh, okay. So guess we're the two that they picked number one overall. Simmons and Fultz. Exactly. So Damn. traditionally, we don't see... It's almost 50-50, like with Hakeem and Ralph Sampson and then like Andrew Wiggins. If a team has a back-to-back situation they probably have a less than 50% chance of getting one of those guys that will change their franchise. The Sixers, unfortunately, just were on the opposite end of that forever. Um, but a bigger question, gentlemen, favorite draft class? I have mine. I'll start 2017. Love the 17 draft. <laughs> the Markel Fultz draft. Yeah. I love okay. it. Because it also gave us Bam, Jason Tatum, Tatum Lonzo, Jared Allen, De'Aaron Fox, Laurie Markkinen, Donovan Mitchell. That's a good one. Wow. Insane draft. So 17 is my favorite. Michael, what's your favorite draft? Uh, I mean, I guess 2003. Yeah. LeBron, Wade, and Carmelo. Yeah, that's mine. Yeah, the 03 draft. Yeah, really crazy. for sure. It's really good. I know it's very basic, but you know, I mean, you know what? I'm taking this year's draft. Will be my favorite draft. Oh, is the 2020 not your guys' favorite? You guys aren't impressed with your 2020 draft? Bro, Anthony, Everett, Anthony Edwards, LaMelo Ball. Come on, bro. Nope, I'm not. No. Yeah. Patrick Williams. Come on. What? This <laughs> that was <laughs> James Wiseman, this bro. Does excite you? James Wiseman? Exactly. So Are you not entertained? Terrible. So, yeah, oh, a fun one. 17. Oh, three easy answers. Get out of here. That is true. Yeah, it's the, the best draft class ever. Get out of here. Easy, easy answers. answers. 84? I don't know. What do you want me to say? 84 was fire. 79 was fire. Kill him. Who you was in I mean? the 79 draft class? That's your magic and your bird draft. That's nice. That's nice. They were drafted in 80. Anyway, nice. Well, maybe, not, maybe not. I don't know. There Either you way, go. one of those years. Oh, uh, <laughs> but that brings us to uh, those wonderful boss buckets. Is there an outro for that? Nope. No, there isn't. But we get to play a game we have played before that was very fun. Not yet. Not yet? Where am I at? What? Yeah. Oh no, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you're yeah. right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you're scaring me, Trey. <laughs> Off the glass. You know what we never tell you enough? How great these intro songs are, Michael. Thanks. They're really good. They're really good. But for Off the Glass, I'll be giving uh, you guys will be giving a presentation, Michael and Bob. The topic of the presentation, that's up to you. You do with it what you will. Uh, but the slides will accompany your speech, and you haven't seen them yet. So Correct. if you're familiar with TED Talks, it's going to be a little bit like that, only you've no idea what's behind you. More of an impractical joker's feel, if you will. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Um, thank you. It's hilarious. Uh, but when you're ready for the next slide, just say next slide, and I'll give you your next slide. Uh, if you're audio only, please, please, please come look at this on the YouTube because it's going to be a wild ride. Hey, Bob, give me a number between one and ten. Four. Ooh. Nine. Mm, it was seven. Michael, would you like to go first or second today? I'll go second. Second. Bob, are you ready? <laughs> I was born ready. Born ready. <laughs> Here's your first slide. Wow. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, hello <laughs> again and welcome to Bob Fest. Sorry, Bobaroo 2023. Thank you all. I'm your keynote speaker, Robert James. Just call me Bob, actually. Let's just keep it simple. Um, anyway, today we're faced with a challenge, not only as humans, but as people. We all have cellular devices. Mm-hmm. So, what do we do when we go to a bar with a cell phone? Do we keep it in our pockets? Do we pull it out? Do we answer me this? Do we <laughs> live our lives technically through our phones while in social situations? And that's my biggest question to you guys now is next slide. When you are shopping for a phone case, there is one phone case you will only want, and it is the Nikola Jokic horse. Oh case this case is made of 100% next slide 100% hair from horses <laughs> horse hair well regarded as a very strong sustainable substance mm-hmm. uh, we use them as violin bows yes everything that you use in terms of musical abilities all your bows are made from horse hair a horse's 
in terms of glue, in terms of dog meat, is everything. And so that's why our two main spokespeople today, LeBron James and Mike Malone, are here to tell you, next slide, about horse meat. Now, horse meat, very popular in other countries, okay? It's well regarded. We see it everywhere. Why is it that the United States is so far behind? I'm glad you asked that question. And I'm going to bring out our celebrity speaker, Vin Diesel, <laughs> from the Fast and Furious franchise. He will tell you more about it. Next slide. Unfortunately, he was not able to join us, Vin Diesel. We tried to call him on Microsoft Teams, but it was not going through. However, we got the next best thing. It is actually Anthony Davis as Thanos. So Thanos is this all-knowing being that knows what's going to happen, and he wants to prevent the production and the whatever of uh, the future. So that's why <laughs> horse hair phone cases. Next slide, please. <laughs> is the only <laughs> answer to your spaghetti problems. Thank you very much. Uh, I think that's- I don't know that it more? is. Well, you thought that was it. Next slide. <laughs> <laughs> because when you're set in a glee situation, when you need to make the best of- If you have Jane Lynch in your corner, if you have Puck as on the other side, no, no, no. This, if you don't have a horsehair phone case, <laughs> In high school, you will be bullied beyond a point that it will force you to be in a band. Next slide. And next slide. <laughs> it's the same thing. And that, my folk, my friends, it's pure comedy. All right. Other uh, different slides. Good job, Bob. Slides, by the way, uh, you going. had Chris Paul in there first, and then Chris Paul was replaced. Like Kevin Durant. <laughs> I'm trying to sing. That was good. I mean, I liked it. Good. I want a case. Do you want a phone case? Uh, is it made out of horsehair yes. spaghetti? Yes. No. No, well, it, no the horsehair phone case solves your spaghetti than, problem. Yes. Yeah. When Correct. you're at a bar, is that right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Good yes. pitch. Yeah. Good I gotta pitch. Hear I'm, my, I gotta yeah. Hear, I'm not sold quite yet. I got to hear Michael's. Better pitch than okay. the Royals, maybe. Bitch. All right. You ready, Michael? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. So. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us today. You know, a lot of things to look forward to this summer. Um, none bigger than, uh, quite literally, than the prospect that is one Victor Wembanyama, French uh, phenom, uh, massive potential, a guy who looks like he could be an all-timer, a guy who some have said, this guy, if he's not Wilt or Kareem, could be a failure. You know, big concerns about this guy, right? Is he going to stay healthy? Is he going to be limber enough? That's a long body. Well, I can show you right here. This man is working out, and he's in the yoga studio, not only uh, stretching his body out, but also meditating, keeping his mind right. Next slide, please. Now, <coughs> the thing about uh, the Western Conference and that division in particular in the state of Texas is that you've got a young, another young superstar in one Luka Doncic, who, of course, uh, is currently uh, teammates with Kyrie Irving, who, of course, is known to say a lot of things on the microphone and also gets in with a weird crowd, maybe like people who do uh, uh, 50s cosplay. And that's why Luka <laughs> is saying, peace out. I've got to get ready and be serious for this up-and-coming superstar, Victor Wimbanyama. Next slide, next slide, please. Also in the Western Conference, in the same state, is Jalen Green. And Jalen Green is serious. He does his homework, folks. He's in... He is in the library reading with not only college-aged kids, but strangers and people who... Uh, can broaden uh, your perspective. And Ime is saying he's doing the right thing. And James is just like rolling his eyes because James's belief is that you don't need to prepare for Victor Wimbanyama. Mm -mm. You just eat some food and go to a strip club. Next slide, please. Now, <laughs> as we mentioned, Luka Doncic is going to have to deal with the incredible height of Victor Wembanyama in the state of Texas, very similar to the height of a giraffe. He's going to be throwing his hands up, dealing with it as the fans are throwing him green or money. Lettuce. Lettuce. More than Luca. And all the while, Kyrie still over there, 
on the microphone. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? <laughs> I can. Next slide, please. And so the big fear now is, are we going to have those injury concerns? And if they happen, is is Popovich going to be happy about it? You know, I doubt it, right? So he's saying he's taking a look here at this uh, ambulance, and he's saying, no Victor in the back. That's good news for me. Also, hey, Timmy D, nice jeans. Uh, and that's really the hope there is that the Spurs can channel those big jeans of Timmy D, both physical jeans mm. and clothing jeans. Basketball jeans. Exactly. Yeah. Next slide, please. Okay. And one more time... <laughs> Luka Doncic is here to to silence the the people that listen to Kyrie, you know, the old folks, you know, the guys that maybe have similar thinking as him, if you know what I'm saying, while they're sitting around playing cards. And Luka says, no more of that. I'm ready for Victor. Next slide, please. And this is where things get interesting. If you thought things were weird before, let me tell you. I was watching a clip recently. Oh, yeah. First things first on YouTube. Uh, yeah, if you're not a fan, you check it out. It's one of the best on TV. And they were ta- they were discussing how uh, John Morant, during his suspension, uh, it also in an, in an attempt to stay ahead of this up-and-coming phenom in the Western Conference, Victor Wembanyama, is actually going to, in his spare time during his 25-game uh, suspension, work at a water park and uh, swim... With the sharks, oh, to stay ahead uh-huh. of the up and coming shark mm-hmm. that is Victor Wembanyama. Okay. And Nick made a great point. He said the idea <laughs> the that John Morant is going to stop Victor Wembanyama is outrageous. And then Brew did his thing. Next slide, please. And so obviously this leads to questions <laughs> because. Adam Silver, you know, it, it doesn't really want John Morant at a water park. Mm-mm. Easily to easily easy to get injuries, mm-hmm. you know, easy to get hurt, especially if you're sliding into a kid head first. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. he might step in yeah. and add on to that suspension, which will only make it easier. To who do we start this whole thing with? Our main man, Victor Wembanyama. Next slide, please. And finally, <laughs> the owners, uh, the NBA governors, if you will, don't know what to do. Because they see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Cuban knows that he's got something in his pocket with Luca and Kyrie hopefully getting out of there. Balmer building a new studio. Maybe they get Chris Paul. Or not studio. Uh, uh, arena. Uh, arena. Thank you. Stadium. Michael Jordan says, out of here. I was the, I'm the one of the worst owners in NBA history. I'm skedaddling. That's why he is on the stand there. He's not quite. Also, I don't really know what a good courtroom looks like. But these point. owners are excited and nervous. Victor Wembanyama, next slide, please. Thank you very much for joining me. Good, good job. It's a great time. Thank you. It was a good, good time. One. It was a good time. That's it. All right. That's all I had. Well, those done. were fun. That was make. awesome. I'm not gonna lie to you. Ah, I was really glad that you went with the Western Conference. Thing. I was like, oh, whew. well, I mean, yeah, started it's working. Just, started working. You don't know where the, you don't know what the path might be. Mm-mm. You don't. You don't. You know, uh, on the court, off the court, who knows? But <laughs> that does lead us to. Trace, fun fact of the day. Oh. All righty, so we're going to do something different today, actually, guys. So the draft's coming up on Thursday. So I thought it'd be fitting that we talk about draft sleepers. So I got five guys that are going to, that I think that are going to be sleepers. You got five guys? Five guys. So first, we're going to talk about uh, Kobe Brown from Mizzou. Uh, first team oh, all SEC shot 55 percent from Shocker. the field while averaging Shocker. 15 points per game, 6.4 rebounds and 2.5 assists. Um, he adds a huge defensive presence. He's one of the just four players in SEC history to record at least 500 rebounds, defensive rebounds, 200 steals and 50 blocks, which was a crucial, which was crucial as Missouri scored 29 points per 100 possessions after uh, ranking uh, after forcing turnovers, which ranked second best alone all high major programs so uh fourth is going to be amani bates uh he was a top prospect coming out of high school uh he he played for memphis didn't he he fell short from expectations at memphis his freshman year ended up moving on from them going to eastern michigan and um became a all mac uh last year uh has been compared to Kevin Durant, really good score, averaged 19 points per game last year, or, yeah, this last season. Um, definitely a big steal in the draft. 
at number three, I got Jordan Hawkins from UConn. Yes. He uh, was a big part of their national championship team last year. For the Huskies? Uh, yeah. yeah. For the Huskies, yeah. He averaged 16.2 points per game, uh, three rebounds, and one assist. He's been compared to Ray Allen. Um, uh, I think I'll jump in real quick, him specifically. Yeah. A Jaden Ivey type. Yeah. This definitely. is what we should expect. For it's sure. like a Jaden Ivey type. Yeah, I think he fits. I think he'd fit in on yes. with any program. A, yeah. a guy that could knock down shots at any uh, anywhere say, on the court. Lengthy, stretch the floor. Yeah. The totally. exciting thing you said was like a young Ray Allen to see a young Ray Allen again. That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. guy can jump and shoot and everything. Yeah. Been seeing Jesus a lot of comparisons to him. So at number two, we got Cam Whitmore from Villanova. Mm-hmm. He's a six-seven yes. wing. He's been jumping up on the board. Uh, he averaged twelve point five points per game, five rebounds. This last season and uh, shot forty seven percent from the field. Uh, he's dominating wing that can play both sides of the field. Definitely a big steal. And um, my number one player is Bilal Colby. Uh, he's a French, yeah, French eighteen year old. Yeah, he's uh, actually Victor Wembanyama's teammate. And uh, he's been skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. On yeah, he and his a, name is Bilal. 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 That's Bilal. So cool. Yeah, he's eighteen year old. He has a seven foot two wingspan, and um, he's. Uh, very athletic, has size, can uh, score off the dribble. He does it all. So, um, yeah, that's those are my sleepers. Killer. That sounds like oh. more like a Trey's buckets to me. That's yeah. a killer lineup. Cam- you could say Trey's, Trey's. Trey's, Trey's. Trey's, Trey's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that Cam, Trey, that Cam Whitmore one, legit. Six, seven, very J-Dub-esque. I see Rockets or Pistons grabbing him. Honestly, I see him jumping if, up to if like the, the fourth Rockets, or fifth. Dude, I honestly watch. If the Rockets get him, you have a Jalen Williams type instantly mm. in Houston. Bars. To Bars. Just add to whatever that they're doing. Sure. Yo, that's well, with E-Man. I love Cam Whitmore. Yes, true. Hard. Then they should just add Zion. Go full Chris strip Paul. clubs. Let's do it. You know oh, I mean? yeah. Oh, on the Chris Paul club. note, I did see a fun little deal that now, uh, yes, he hasn't played for the Wizards yet, but. Not only has Chris Paul now played for the Rockets, the Clippers, and the Wizards. So is Russell, so is Russell Westbrook. And John Wall. Interesting. Wow. Little, little, Look at that. Fun fact. Cycle of we point switched guards. It up. You know what I mean? Little cycle of point guards. It's a weird pantheon of point we, guards. We switched all of them. Right? Yeah. Hell of a pantheon of point Start guards. Start bench three cut. Teams. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Obviously. There we go. But given that, uh, Michael, you're not on this side of the, the thing so much. You're over there. So you don't ever get a chance to play one of our favorite games here on yb and that oh. would be guess that player let's do it maybe maybe i maybe. hit the button there. <laughs> hmm. okay guess that player obviously we all here know how this kind of goes but everybody at home there will be four rounds to this guest that player each question has been assigned a point value and the questions will increase in difficulty as we progress through the game i will list some facts and season stats about a mystery player and give you four players to choose from michael you'll have three lifelines obviously the ask a co-host you'll have uh 30 seconds to discuss with a co-host about the answers uh no more no less you can have bench a player i'll eliminate one of the options or you can have scouting reports which will give you a very fun fact about every individual player that really will help you. I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. It'll be a great time. Michael, are you ready? I'm ready. You're ready. Well then, let's play. All right. Your first question is: This Western Conference big man led the playoffs in rebounds and blocks. Rebounds, 14.1 blocks. 3.1. Is this A, Nikola Jokic? B. That's the. Okay. He's out to get me, folks. That's fine. Hey. B, Anthony Davis. C, Jaron Jackson Jr. Or D, three time NBA champion, Kevon Looney. Yes! Sorry, I had to do that. He's kind of all Led the league in rebounds and blocks, or led Western playoffs. Conference. Playoffs. Is a Western, Western Conference, Conference player. player in rebounds so, and blocks. Okay, so we know that we know that Kevon Looney had a great uh, uh, rebounding run mm-hmm. in his two rounds. Quick to uh, eliminate. Sorry, <laughs> he's just talking. Uh, 
so Looney, who else? AD? AD. Yep. Jaren, uh, so A, Triple Nicole J. Jokic, Anthony Davis, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Kevon Looney. Okay, it's not Jokic. He's never led the block anything in blocks. Um, mm. What were the what was the block number? Three point one. Yeah, no way in a million years. Uh, okay, so Jokic <laughs> is out. I'd like to say Triple J, but the, given that they given that they oh, but those rebound is uh, I don't know that the blocks would drop that low on only six games. It's possible, of course. Not good at math. It's been established on this show. Um, and I don't, but I don't think that he was getting boards like that in that Lakers series. I'm going to just mentally eliminate Triple J. So Looney and AD. We know that AD had his best defensive uh, series of his career, probably the best defensive run of his career. But 14 rebounds. It was roughly his average. I know that because uh, we bet on his average. We bet on his over under and rebounds. He did play three rounds. 3.1 blocks for three rounds is tough to maintain. He really wasn't that dominant on the defensive side in the four games against the Nuggets. Looney makes a lot of sense. But I don't know that he was getting 3.1 per game. Hmm. I don't know. How many points is round one worth? Just 50. He has lifelines too, right? Uh, is that one of mine? I do. You have the lifelines. You could, you know... Um, I'll save it. I feel like mm, my gut's telling me Looney. I'll take Kavon Looney, please. Kavon Looney. Wow. That's your answer. Mm -hmm. Final answer. Final answer. Well. <sighs> you always want someone to go four for four. I still got to wait. You still got to wait. Maybe. It's Triple J. It is Anthony Davis. Oh! Yeah, I knew it. It is Anthony Davis. I really? thought that was kind of a gimme for you. My gut I thought you had me. it when you were explaining. Sorry. Um, the way you explained it was perfect. Yeah, how you, like you like explained. I it thought you were sure. getting there. I was like, he's got it. Yeah. Uh, in case you, you wouldn't have known. My gut told me, Looney. If you would have had the scouting report, uh, you would have got the question immediately because this fun fact was his nickname is the Brow. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to give it to you. Hey. Just you know what I mean? Trying to help you out. Big preach. Big priest. Wait, didn't know? we change the point totals? I believe we did for guess that player a couple weeks ago. It was a little bit higher. I'll adjust it later. Go ahead. You got it wrong either way. Yeah, but I'm just saying it was. Uh, we can be. Points. We can make them however many you want. Less 100. points. A thousand yeah. points. Less points that you lose, right? Are you ready for well, question number two? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Question two. This Eastern Conference guard led the playoffs in assists per game with 10.2 and was fifth in scoring at 29.2. Your answers are A, Jalen Brunson. Two stats per question. Love it. What was the B, points per game? 29.2. <laughs> B, Trey Young. C, James Harden, or D, Jalen Brown. All right. Um, Ten point two assists and twenty nine point two rebounds. This is playoffs no, still, right? Points, but yes. All right, right. Twenty uh, nine and two point rebounds. Sorry, twenty nine. Uh, this is playoffs, right? Yep. Okay, so Jalen Brunson, Trey Young, Harden, and Brown. Uh, I find I would be stunned if Jalen Brown averaged ten assists a game. Going to eliminate him. I know he had a good uh, assist per game average in the playoffs, but definitely not 10.2. Jalen Brunson, to me, would make sense. Trey would make sense if it was the regular season, but given that that was a six-game series, I, mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Harden had big swings. He had a couple 40-point games. He had a couple 20-10 and 10 games. So that kind of meeting in the middle makes a lot of sense. So I'm starting to kind of think Harden. But I also think that that could be a little too much assist per game. Are you guys just talking about the answer while I'm doing this? No. Oh, okay. Because I want to be in on it. Remember, you do what, have what, what, a lifeline? Wait, you do have no. a lifeline. Do you have a, are, are you asking for a lifeline? You no. can. Oh, no, I just, yeah, I mean, if you guys are chit-chatting, I want to be a part of it. Are, uh, we, oh, yeah, are, I mean, are we chatting? No, they're chitting. 
No. <laughs> Thank uh, you. We're just kidding over here. Uh, I'm going to get it wrong. I'll go Trey Har- or go uh, James Harden. You want to go James Harden? <laughs> sure. Oof. Final answer. Final answer. Line up the second over forever. I couldn't care less. Oh, that's kind of, I mean, that's sad. I don't know that you're going to get the second over forever. Who got the first ever over four? I did. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. I did John to. get it, though? Well, we're, yeah, you're not over four, but you are indeed over two. Is that Brunson? No, it isn't. Uh, it is indeed Trey Young. That's oh, wow, that was the chick- that was the kicker. That's again, a trick question. Or- again, yeah. Your fun fact would have been this player was traded on draft night. Trey trying Young. to give you things. Thirty to, points you know for I mean? Jalen Brunson. I, yeah, tough. No, it was Trey Young. I, I know oh, exactly. <laughs> no, that's well, what I'm saying. Like, man, I don't not him. Are you ready for question three, Michael? Sure, sure. And I, I hate to break it to you. Um, I mean, it's not the best at writing these, so that's maybe, okay. maybe that's a me thing. But question right. three. This player averaged one minute a game. <laughs> that's question four. This player was born in the month of January. <laughs> that's the clue. Okay, well, <laughs> this NBA legend with over 20 years of experience and 1,400 games played in their career averaged 50 and a half. Hold on, is this a current player? 50 and a half field goal percentage. And his free throw percentage is 73.5. Your answers are A, Dirk Nowitzki. So why are we pivoting to retired players now? B, Kevin Garnett. (sighs) C, LeBron James. Oh, you're supposed to say Danny Granger. And D, (laughs) my man. Timothy Duncan. I'll take a lifeline. Oh, I'm going to chat with Trey. Oh, right. Whatever Trey chat decides Trey. will be my final answer. All right, so we got four players here. Give me the 30 seconds, please. We got Sorry. Tim Duncan. Well, it was Tim Duncan. Name the players off again. Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, Kevin Garnett, and LeBron James. N- stats? 50.5% field goal percentage and 73.5 free throw percentage. 1,400 games in a 20-plus year career. All right. First two that come to mind are going to be either Dirk or Tim Duncan. That's off the gut. If I had, they both went to the line a lot. Dirk Nowitzki is obviously the better, better free throw shooter. Um, Fifty percent. It's either Dirk or Tim. So I. Time is up. Time is up. If I had to choose, it would be Dirk. Cool, Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki. Hey, that is your answer. You sure that's your final answer? Yep. I have a feeling it's going to be the last one. Well, you know, I told you you weren't going to go over four. I really tried to make these questions so you didn't go over four, to be honest with you. I did this, and I just don't think you caught on to some of the things I was trying to do to help you out. Dang it. Final answer, Dirk Nowitzki. Well. No. No, it's Tim Duncan. No, it no. is. Uh, can you you want to you know what the fun fact was? Nope. Uh, was your favorite player LeBron James? I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, 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 why? I just, I wanted Trey to take that one. Okay. All it right. It's on me. Well, that's what he wants you to think, Trey. That's what he wants you to think. Let's go to question number wrong. four. Let's do it. Finally. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, question number four. This player totaled just five points. And three rebounds this offseason while playing a whopping 8.8 minutes. Your answers are A, PJ Dozier. B, (laughs) (laughs) PJ Dozier. Uh, B, Lamar Stevens. (laughs) C, David Duke Jr. And D, Nathan Knight. Uh,. Should I eliminate or should I uh, fun fact it? We'll fun fact it. We'll hear your fun fact. Oh, this was not the question to do that. <laughs> the fun fact for this question, uh, this player is this player was born in Philadelphia and went to Penn State. Oh, it's got to be C then. David Duke Jr. Dude, no. Is that you want to be your final answer? Uh, B. Who who are the players? B. Lamar Stevens. Sure. B. Lamar Stevens. Final answer. I guess. Yeah. He guesses. It's PJ Dozier. Dozier. Now there is Dozier. one over four. Dozier. There is one over four. In, Justin, in game history. You, you are going to get so much pleasure out of this one. I can tell. Do you think there's two over fours? 
There's not! Oh, he won the Game Awards! He got it! You're not as bad as Justin. Yeah. All right. I think that's all you needed to hear. There you go. Anyway, I I told the Cavs. He He plays for the Cavs, right? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Stevens does. I went went off uh, total points, and I was like, oh. So then that is 400 points. Go for it. Yeah. 400 points to you. Cool. Take them. But after this long episode and a great. Performance. Listen, that's a great performance. Yeah. It's hard over there, and I already yeah. knew you knew that. Uh, and I tried to make it easy, but I guess it didn't work out. So that brings us to props to you. Oh, another exciting We started today with Bob, a huge 2,600-point lead on all of us sitting down there at zero. 2,600 for Bob. Still up top. <laughs> Still up top. Still up top. Uh-huh. Big lead. Big lead. But the lead has dropped. Oh. Because I got 500 points today. Yeah, you did. So, and Bob got zero. What's the So I only have a 2,100-point lead. Only. <laughs> you don't have a lead. You have a deficit. Or, sorry, he has a 2,100-point hun- 2, lead. 21. And you two, Trey and Justin, tied with 150 points. Woo! 150. So what? We're betting on the second pick in the draft, right? Oh. That's what we're doing. Okay. What? So who's going number two? Who's going number two? I'm going. I'm betting all my points. I'll let you. I'll let you pick it because it's it's one. It's between two people. I'll let you it's pick. It's Charlotte's it. pick, right? Yeah. Charlotte has the for team. now. This could get Brandon Miller. Interesting. Brandon Miller. All right. Brandon I'll take Miller. Scoot. I don't care. Okay. So then whoever wins that one will be a, be at a big we'll, 300, we'll be at 300 points. The other will be at zero. Okay. Yeah. With only one week after next week, I believe, yeah. or two, one week. Oh, I don't yeah. know, man. We got Who one cares? Week. Bob, you want to make a pick? I do. I'd like to make it on my Boston Red Sox. Oh. <laughs> Your Boston Red Sox? They suck ass. Gross. By the way, they're terrible. <laughs> so do my St. Louis Cardinals. Um. Anyway. Looks like they have. They're playing the Twins, plus one point five, whatever. And uh, that's over under money line or run line win. I w- I'd rather take the win. Okay. Plus one seventy seven. So hundred points. Ah. Red Sox. <laughs> Sorry, two hundred points. Burn. I'll do it. Do whatever you want. Whatever. Three hundred. Three hundred points. Pull Boston, up. Pull Boston up. Red Sox. Pull a trade. Bet them all. Boston PD. <laughs> Boston PD. You don't believe in the Boston Take PD? Take your shoes off. Show me your feet. Uh, yeah, give me the Boston Red Sox over the Minnesota Twins on the 20th. I'm yes. going to take the Las Vegas Aces over the Phoenix Mercury. I forgot uh, that's an easy one. And I'm going to bet all those points. God, they're good. Speaking of the WNBA, did you guys see the whole CP3 debacle? Again? Nope. With people were, uh, obviously Candace Parker. Where is the number three? And there was a video of her jumping into Shaq's arms. Uh, and they were no. like, oh, the real CP3 jumps into Shaq's arms. And everybody was <laughs> mad. They were like, that's Chris Paul. And I was nope. like, well, one of them is way more successful than the other one. And it doesn't happen to be Chris Paul. Uh, but if you want to keep track of all of our game picks, chat with us, ask questions, or give us game ideas, hit the link in the description of this episode and join our chalkboard group chat because it is a fun and free, free. way to support <laughs> The show. Again, go to yaybasketball.com for exclusive YB merch like this. My man, Timothy Duncan Mug. Nice mug. Uh, thanks. I, nice I mean, it was mug. pretty good when we got shirts. Nice mug. Nice mug. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, you know. Uh, we got hoodies. We got everything over there. So go grab some sweet, sweet Yay Basketball merch from yaybasketball.com. Uh, thank you so much for listening. As always, be sure to like, subscribe, Rate five stars and follow us mm. at yay underscore basketball on TikTok, Twitter, Ooh. and Instagram. Just a reminder, we do record live from the issue deal. If it wasn't obvious, guys. If it wasn't no obvious. Fucking shit. This <laughs> do it live. I can I'll do it live. Right. Do it live. That means we record live. We don't cut, edit, or have any kind of safety nets, obviously. Whoopsie daisy. Oh, my goodness. Bob, what do you have for the people? I have the most important thing for the people today. Happy Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Happy Juneteenth, everybody. Yes. Michael, what do you have for the people? 
Uh, for real quick, I want to give a shout out to uh, a YouTube commenter that we got. Uh, we your uh, said that y'all deserve y'all deserve <laughs> so many more subs and viewers. Uh, keep it up. We're uh, there. There uh, we are. This person's go to basketball podcast. Appreciate you. Thank you for the shout out. The other thing I want to say is uh, radiate positivity. Be kind. Uh, spread love as much as you can. And uh, if you get the chance, go to Bonner. Trey. Alrighty. Uh, shout out to <laughs> Lou Williams who retired after 17 NBA shout seasons. Shout out, Lou. Sweet Lou. Long season, long career. Uh, long season. You, yeah. Long season. Uh, wish you the best with the rest of your career. And uh, it's also National Garfield the Cat Day. So, oh. Don't forget about it, guys. Where's tell the a friend to tell a friend. Tell he a friend may hate friend. Mondays, but I love them and lasagna. Yeah, get lasagna, yeah. guys. Well, I do love lasagna. Get big lasagna vibes over here. I need a dessert lasagna in my life. <laughs> A what? In your life? Was I think Oreo? that's called a cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh, making right. stuff up over here. <laughs> oh, all right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Here I am trying to do this whole thing. I got these crazy guys around me. But thank you so much. And don't forget, yay basketball. basketball.